Boom. Welcome back to another episode of Symbol Sideline 365. Glad to be with you. Happy summer. Um, but a lot that's going on this week. Um, a little bit slow after the uh, loss of uh, uh, Jalen Key, but good news may be on the horizon with the conference shakeup here, as uh, I think everyone wants to get out of this conference as fast as we can. Uh, and that's what we're going to discuss a little bit. News came out of the spring meetings. Uh, you know, I may have coincidentally come out of the spring meetings. Uh, that broke uh, on Monday, uh, I think it was. And, and this was the tweet that came out, was followed by an article uh, by the Action Network in that uh, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, NC State, UNC, Virginia, Virginia Tech, some of those schools may surprise you that we're in on these meetings. It certainly did surprise me a little bit. Um, and their nickname, the Magnificent Seven, that can be a whole other conversation. But uh, that these schools have been meeting in the past several months. So, uh, you know, and I'll link... Uh, when this show goes live, I'll be linking uh, our past episode where we discuss all this in, in more detail. Uh, but they have been meeting several months uh, with their lawyers examining how they can get out of the GOR, the grant of light rights, um, which most people, we discuss is how, how can we wiggle out that, that deal? Uh, that seems to be, uh, you know, the, the thing that makes this, this, uh, this departure of Florida State getting out of the ACC kind of unbreakable. Um, and that's something because of the financial hardship that the ACC deal, the television deal puts them in. Um, as I put up here right now to remind everybody, Florida State is in a horrible spot when it comes to revenue share in the ACC with ESPN. Um, ACC signed one of the most network favoring deals in all time history. Whoever was residing over that, whoever signed off on that deal from the ACC, uh, the, I don't know what kickback they got. But it's the most networking, network favoring deal probably of all time, right? This they were not looking out for the schools. They were not looking out for the, the leaders in the in the ACC by far. They were just looking to to sign a deal. And, and I think it takes no a whole other investigation of why something so short sighted was signed. Uh, I think the biggest thing you look at this chart like here is over time how far behind the ACC falls uh, in terms of growing revenue and how many times. The SEC and the Big 12 have been able to actually renew their deal before the ACC comes time to even negotiate their deal again. Um, and, and that's why schools like the ACC, obviously, or schools like FSU, Clemson, want to get out so badly because they've carried this conference for so long and brought it so much of value over time that they're not getting that ROI back anymore. And they haven't been for the longest time. They're, they're putting ACC in prime time consistently and the money's not being distributed to the top performers, right? And so in the spring meetings, this news came out that seven schools were coming together and discussing, and, and it had, had been discussing for a while, how the hell do we get out of this thing? And I think it was surprising that schools like Virginia Tech, Virginia were on there. School, you know, I, I, I'm what worries me about the ACC is that some of these schools, I don't think have much brand power outside of their regions, right? Like who would take some of these schools? Because I think... My and you can uh, I'd love to get your point on this is that schools like Wake Forest, small regional schools like Wake Forest and Virginia Tech, and, like how big is their brand outside of their region? Right. And, and and are they attracted to other conferences? Right. Like is the ACC even as bad as the deal is? Is the ACC like still good for them? Right. So how how many of the schools actually want to get out versus the top performers that actually need to get out right um because it is still a safe haven for the smaller institutions the ones that some money is better than no money right because they may not be taken by a bigger conference like the sec the big 10 um so you may not get the majority of the conference to want to leave with you which i think was some of the issue 
maybe in years past. But now some news has come out today that we'll discuss here in a second about an ACE school. An ACE school, the majority, now having the majority in the conference, that will give them leverage in terms of breaking this GRR. What are, what are your initial thoughts on this, uh, uh, old man? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> a lot more of that. Florida State's losing a lot more of that money. Winnie uh, uh, Abreu's case think, of that. I, I think this is the ultimate answer. So this is the ultimate answer. The question is, how do you keep adding to the pile of cash? Okay. Because I listened to, uh, and I think that was a good opening brief uh, for people that really don't pay attention to this stuff because it's not real sexy. But you know what? It's the bottom line. This is the car that moves you forward. So I listened to a number of things the last couple of days, and I think probably the most telling was the guy who was in there. First, I listened to Mike Norvell, and that was like, yeah, the coach is that was like that was like a snooze fest. And Mike's pretty good at spinning the language where you get absolutely nothing out of it, and and that's okay. That's what he's supposed to do. You know, he's not breaking news. Yeah. We know that. You know. So the most telling thing that I heard after reading articles and gatherings is an interview that the media put out. I can't remember who put it out. It doesn't really matter. Is when uh, Mike, uh, AD Mike Alford walked out of the meeting late this afternoon. And, and, and he, took, he took several questions. I'll give him credit for that. Mike Alford's an impressive guy. He, he just is an impressive guy. And he hasn't been too long in this conference or too long at Florida State, actually. But I can tell he knows his legacy. His legacy is tied to this future deal uh, uh, about staying or leaving the ACC. Now, there's all these rumors, the Magnificent Seven, they've been secretly meeting and 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 now they've got an eighth eighth team, uh, Louisville. That's the name. Well, that's, yeah, that, that number was the yeah. is number eight. Mm -hmm. And now they can all of a sudden just terminate the deal. They can just rip shit up and walk away. I don't think it's quite that easy. Well, so yeah. Now yeah. wait a minute. So I listened to about a 15, 20 minute uh question and answer from the media. Uh, with Alford, and I'll tell you, Alford's, Alford, my take on Alford was that he, he's either hiding a lot, okay, we know he's hiding some things, but he's hiding a lot about actually, we're out of here type of deal, and, and he's put ultimatums on the table, but the spin, I won't say the spin, his answers conveyed to me, listening carefully, is that, no, we want to stay in the ACC. However, we have to change the revenue in order to compete for championships across the board, not just for football. He said, almost to quote, we, we support our sports programs for championship levels, okay? And we must make up 
this loss of revenue, which is a fact. It's not fiction. It's not an assumption. It's clearly facts put together by financial gurus and the CEO, CEOs, uh, the financial guys, CFOs of these universities. So his take, though, he kind of backed it down a little bit. Oh, we're all in this together. And, you know, and I guess I could say, ah, he's just putting a spin on it. Don't be so naive, old man. Well, you know, I think his bottom line is his escape clause is if we don't get the financial deal we need to fund at a championship level, which is going to be difficult for the ACC to do, then we're out. But he was clearly saying okay. we need a different financial deal than what Duke's getting, so, that so, uh, uh, Virginia Tech's getting, that Georgia Tech's getting. That let me Georgia ask you that. Is let me ask you this question then, because that that's the biggest thing that comes out of this. Because we're not lawyers, we can't. You know, some people think that if they get eight, they can vote to to disband no. the ACC, which would no. break the the. Well, no, don't say no because we don't know the answer to that. But many people believe that if they vote to disband the ACC, if they have eight votes, they could vote to disband the ACC. Oh, okay, if that's that would in break the contract, the, yeah, that would yeah, that if, would if just. That- is just, it in the contract or not? Yes, or because if they, they can vote to disband the ACC, which then break GOR, because the GOR <laughs> is with the ACC and with their teams. The AC, the GOR is not with the and, network. The and, ACC now, is with the you, ACC you and the members that, institution. You say that with some certainty. So, Have you seen that? I, that's what I've been reading. But like I said, I'm not a lawyer, so there may be some little jargon in there. So we'll I never heard that. one guy ask him that today. I'm shocked that okay, they that's what I'm saying. I don't want to read between lines. The question I have for you he, is wait, you wait, wait, he laughed, KB. He laughed when they say the magnificent seven. He goes, I he did. He goes, I don't even know where that came from. Yeah, Who I, made that up? I didn't even heard that. They just knew. So the thing, the, the big question is, because I don't want to drag this out too long, because there'll be multiple probably episodes discussing this, is that the one model that's come up is that there should be the have sums, the have nots, or, or the have mores and the have nots, right? The Clearly. people, the, the big brand should get the most money. And the little brand, no, the little members, the little schools that don't do a lot or or don't represent a lot, you know, don't represent a lot should get less money, right? So the big brands, Clemson, Florida State, you could say Miami, those schools should get a higher percentage of the pie versus schools like Duke or Wake Forest or Syracuse. The, the smaller programs, right. that bigger, smaller foot brand footprint, you would say they get a smaller percentage of, of, of the revenue share. That and, and that people go back and forth. Some people would say, no, I would put my foot down that, that things are cyclical. I think Paul Feinbaum said sports are uh, cyclical. Florida State's been down. They haven't brought their, you know, they, you know, the past five or six years before last year, they weren't bringing their stuff to the table. Why, you know, if you had a deal like that where Florida State always gets, 50% or 20, 35% of all revenue share that comes in, regardless of the performance, then that's not fair to schools. If Wake Forest makes a 10 and three run and they're not getting that right. So what, what is your opinion on big brands getting the most money, getting a guaranteed top rev share versus smaller programs and smaller institutions getting less with that? Do you think that's worth saving the ACC for? And do you think that would cause a disbandment from the smaller schools to say, I'm not buying into that or, or, you know, what are your thoughts on, on that? Yeah, I, I think my bottom line is I think it's it's a matter of time before Florida State uh, leaves the ACC. I think that other teams will leave. Miami will leave. Clemson will leave. It, 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 they can't they can't sustain this model. We can't. Number one, we can't sustain the equality socialism model. OK, which 
everybody gets an equal share at the dinner table. Yeah. That's not going to get it done. Florida State cannot exist on a table diet with Wake Forest getting the same piece of meat that they're getting. Okay. That is not going to work. The only way the ACC, and I think they're trying to work with the conference, all these, all these factors, they have to reward uh, the better brand name teams. I bet you that Florida State, even in the down years, was bringing in more money than Wake Forest was in an up year. I don't think there's probably any doubt about that. Yeah, even losing Florida State is a bigger brand than Wake Forest. No offense. Of course. Of course. And you have to look nationwide and you have to look worldwide. This isn't just that I didn't see them inviting Wake Forest to Ireland. I mean, that that's not going to happen. So the answer to your question is, I don't think the models that they're going to propose uh, is going to make the big the big teams, the big seven uh, probably the big three, let's say three, the big three. I don't think it's going to satisfy their hunger. And I think that w- they will continue to look for ways out of this conference. Here's the problem. So let's say starting this season, 2023, as Oklahoma and who is it? Oklahoma and Texas come into the SEC, I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. Already, let's say the revenue clock is ticking starting see- 2023. How long can Florida State sit in this position, there's no doubt that Alford and crew and others are looking at all legal ramifications, all buyouts, and so on and so on. Because once we start 2023, the the debt is going to start the debit the the distance between revenues is going to start to take place. Well, to your point is that to your point, uh, Oklahoma and Texas going to SEC. USC and UCLA going to uh, the uh, Big Ten. And then the Big 12, even though, like you said, they're on the bottom end of this revenue chart, they're adding BYU, Cincinnati, Central Florida, and Houston. And that was the big thing that brought uh, that Alfred did say in his quote that I brought up here a second ago is that it's not acceptable to us that we're making less money in state than UCF. You know, uh, that, it, that literally what he said. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And that's what's happening right now is Florida State is on par to make less money next year due to UCF joining the yeah. Big Ten, uh, Big 12. Yeah. That's what's happening, and, and they can't happen. So yeah. that is the, if that is what's – that biggest thing of evidence is that UCF will make more money in their deal with the Big 12 next year than Florida State will with the ACC. Like, uh, there I, you go. There I, you go. I, I, I think the ACC would have to go back to the TV people, ESPN or whoever the yes. hell they are, and say, we can't keep this together this way. So you guys need to up the ante and put us up into a certain level. And what is that? What is the advantage of ESPN or TV people to do that? Well, that was you're locked into 2036. Why well, would we do that? Well, that's the option. They said that, yeah, to, in order to keep the ACs intact, like you said, they would have to renegotiate the contract deal and, you know, with ESPN. But ESPN, to your point, is like Why? ESPN has the ACC network and stuff like that. But I don't think that's a huge moneymaker for them, first of all. No. But Disney is not in a position right now financially no. to be cutting, no. uh, to giving more money out. ESPN is so, laying off employees. Exactly. Exactly. So this is not, ESPN's not going to be willing to come to the table, I don't believe. They'd be much rather off probably cutting the ACC and just dissolving the deal more likely than giving them the ACC more money. So I, 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 I think, I, I think, I think KB, yeah, you've hit it on the head. I, 
I don't know what's in the contract. It'd be beautiful to see what the out, how you get the hell out of this conference and what the penalties are. And I'm not sure well, that we Florida, I'm not sure Florida State or the other big three or four, let's say, understand what the final number is. We know it's that 120. It's that now, one. Well, we know it's a 125 million million, let's say 120, 125 ACC buyout. Now, the other thing, which is even bigger, is the grant of rights. What is the cost for the getting out with the grant of rights? Yeah, I, I nobody think, knows that number. Okay, but I and I but that's why I think it. And like I've heard, uh, I think if they vote to dissolve the ACC, then that basically goes away. But well, you know what? We'll find out. I think that's the easiest way to do it. If in fact KB, you're right. Let's say you're right. I don't know if there is a clause that says that if eight voting members of the ACC come forward and file official, uh, we want out, and they you get eight voting members, you can dissolve the ACC. Everybody walks away as an independent free agent. That yeah. is the best situation for these schools, not for well, Wake no. Forest. No, no, that's the thing. Not, it's not, not for, for Wake Forest. Not unless they don't have a landing spot. So no, those eight no. schools know they have to have a spot going somewhere. Well, well, well we know Florida State will but have absolutely a saying, all, You have to have eight that know they have a landing spot. Well, that yeah. And, and, and I think those eight have you, you, you announced them and including Louisville. Now, the problem is where the ACC used to be the powerhouse in basketball, they're not the powerhouse anymore. And I don't think they've been a powerhouse, uh, you know, I mean, by powerhouse, they were number one. They were the most feared conference. They're not the most feared conference anymore. I think they're competing with the other conferences. So I, they, they need to be very careful how long they ride this pony because they, they got to get out of this ACC thing. It's, it's, it's not a sustainable financial model to what Mike Alford said to compete for championships across our board. And it's even just to compete in your own state at this point. Like yeah. flying behind in your own state, behind teams that you think you are better than. And that means this. That means this. You're going to lose out on facilities. You're going to lose out on, I don't know how this money would play into NIL deals. You could it lose should, out on should, money. No, it, won't, it won't play into that. But it well, is, I, I, well, I don't know that. I, well, maybe university you know that. Can't, I university know. can't feed NIL money. Like, well, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, um, what the other thing was, you said something about, I don't know who signed this deal or who the individual was. Well, I hope it wasn't just one individual. I, I, I've got to believe that there were several individuals involved, uh, you know, at the ACC and, and, and that the universities agreed as well, that they got a chance to vote on it. You know, I would think I, we don't know and we're not going to make allegations uh, that there was something a foul or anything else. We just don't know what behind well, the scenes. It was John Swafford, the old ACC, or the, uh, I think it was the, uh, the ACC okay. commissioner. But the president of the university would also have voted up. So all the universities involved would have voted okay. I assume, I don't know, maybe it was the majority vote. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll find out. Like However, said, let me add this, KB. This is not a quick, okay, we're going to be out of this in the next three weeks or the next three months or the next three years. We don't know because they don't know what the exit number is financially. Yeah. However, if they get a number that they feel is reasonable and workable, 
then it's to the advantage of Florida State to mortgage that money over a long period of time because they'll make it up quickly. They'll make it up quickly. The fear is we're going to be sliding down the hill starting this season. Yeah. And and we should remember that when this deal did get signed, that the presidents of of these schools did did like it. So it, it is a lot of revisionist history. And it's just yeah, the ACC didn't look forward enough to how these deals could go. So it was it is on the presidents. I know, you know, our current president it wasn't here at the time and he wasn't, I don't think, most business savvy. Well, that's uh, it too. Uh, that's you know, that's Mike, it he too. wasn't a Michael Alford. Let's just say that. So it, it was on the university presidents, and it was on the ACC commissioner not to think farther and, ahead on this. Right, and it might have been the best deal they could get at that point because the ACC as a conference wasn't that strong. Yeah. So, so we'll find out. Um, so yeah, that's it for now. Uh, like I said, we just want to address this and get our thoughts out there. But let us know in the comments below. You know, what do you think will come out of this vote? Do you think they will vote to disband the ACC? And if they do, what happens from there? Does, you know, does does Florida State become a free agent? Where do they go? I've heard some talk about them going to the Big 12, potentially, with Clemson as a, more of a super conference that way, and then giving the Big 12 the ability to leverage that into a better uh, contract deal. Um, but I think most people would assume that they would become an SEC school, or be able to be leveraged into the SEC that way, and that would be a, a, a much a power conference with Clemson. They were joined that way, but let us know in the comments. What happens if they do vote with eight members now with Louisville uh, to get out of the ACC, uh, you know, dissolve the conference and get out of GOR. If that works, what do you think they go? So let us know below. Let We'd me love to hear your thoughts. And, and let me, let me add this as well. I think there's some, some uh, strength to the rumor that eventually we're going to end up with two major conferences. It won't be the power five. It'll be the power two. Okay, two major mega conferences who will play, you know, amongst themselves and then they'll start playing each other. If you're not in one of those positions, you're going to you're, you're going to be in a second level uh, program because that will be the major P2 semi pro football league. That's what it's going to be as a feeder. And all players are going to want to be in there because it gives them the maximum Visibility gives a maximum NIL and it puts maximum tape for the next level. That's what this is. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're five, 10, 10 years will be, will be closer to that. But I think there we'll see some monumental shifts in conferences. I want to add one last okay. thing. This right, is let's wrap of, it up. Let's yeah, wrap this it is up. a sideline, but they asked Mike Alford. Some of the press asked Mike Alford. Uh, it's our understanding. Coach Hamilton, our basketball coach, right? wants the ACC to expand the ACC tournament. Well, I, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. And, and the, you know, I couldn't have hear the answer. I didn't want to run Standing and run it again. He's not, he can't be asking about the 60 team, the tournament of 64. I guess he's saying, well, uh, maybe at uh, nine and 28, we should be able to get into the tournament. Okay. What? I don't care what Leonard Hamilton has to say. It, no, but I'm saying it was a bizarre request by Coach Hamilton. Yeah, I, I think he needs to focus on getting 10 wins. How, how about focus? Can, yeah, how about focus being in the top three teams of the conference? Or top five. I take top five. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, let's do it for now. Let's know in the comments below what you all think, what will happen. And then we'll be on Keon Coleman watch. We're down to two teams there. Florida State, Ole Miss. And then we'll see if we can land him. So stick around. We'll see you soon. And take care, y'all. Bye.